back out to the Foreign Podcast. This is Big VJ checking in. Today's conversation, we're going to talk about relationships. And in this relationship, um, the wife gets caught up, right? She's found in infidelity by her husband, right? He writes in the post, he, the husband, and he's um, he's given a brief synopsis of what happened, you know, and then he asks a couple of questions at the end of the post. So we're going to read the post that was written by the husband. And this conversation is not for the babies, right? This is for the adults. We're going to have a grown folk conversation, right? So the babies can't hang out for this one. Um, I also want to say as well that typically on this podcast, you know, when we talk about relationships, they are normally three things that get in the way of relationships between a black man and a black woman. And typically it's um, financial abuse or mismanagement. It's physical abuse. You know, when you guys is punching each other out and busting windows out and tearing up the floor and tearing up the walls and everything like that. Right. And then there is um, infidelity. Right. Last but not least. And today's conversation is going to be based around infidelity. So we're going to go right into the post. And the husband says that. After spending one year abroad, leaving your wife and three kids, four, six, and 10 years old, right? So we got babies. At home, you return home and invited the plumber to do a little maintenance in your toilet because there's a blockage in the line. After a while, the plumber walked up to you and showed you so many used condoms he found in the pipe that stopped up the system from flushing a house you built for your wife. So now here's the question for the men. How can you tackle this issue if you were to be the husband? And then for the ladies, the question is, what excuses can you give your hubby to defend yourself and you keep your marriage, right? So just a quick recap. What's going on is that the husband, he left for a while, right? It sounds like he was a contractor, probably a uh, contractor that went overseas, right? Doesn't sound like he was stateside. He was chasing the bag. So while he was going for this year, right? He left his wife home with the babies, four-year-old, six-year-old, ten-year-old, right? He got three small children. And by the time he get back to the house that he bought for his wife, probably a brand new house, and when those guys get in those bags like that, typically the wife probably riding around in a brand new car, if not multiple brand new cars, right? But he noticed that one of the bathrooms, probably the uh, bathroom in the master bedroom, the toilet stayed clogged up. So he called the plumber. Plumber comes over, run that snake, right? And I guess when he, uh, because depending on the snake head that they have, professional plumbers now, they can pour back what's in that line out that line. And he, it was a bunch of used condoms and he showed the husband being messy, right? He showed the husband and then that's how the wife got caught up, right? So, you know, one thing's for sure, two things for certain. I thought it was common knowledge not to put condoms down the toilet because they latex, they rubber. And, you know, it just seemed like, uh, you know, common sense ain't common no more because, uh, you know, it's just like that's something that teenagers do. Like adults know not to do that. You know, back when you was a teenager, you may take that used condom, that used rubber, put a little tissue around it, and then try to flush it down the toilet. But it. It's not going to work. That always clogs up your toilet. But obviously the wife didn't know. So which is a good thing for the husband because 
you know, Big Mama used to say, you know, what don't come out of the wash will come out of the rinse. So this is what exposed what she was actually doing, right? So maybe that's a good thing for the husband. But then again, of course, at the end, the question is asked to the men. How can you tackle this issue if you were the husband? And, you know, when that question is asked, especially in our community, in our village, in our neighborhood, when you get black American males that's in a relationship or they're married, the first thing that they say publicly when you talk about infidelity with a woman is leave her. And we pull that card quick, like, yo, yo, leave her, man. That, that hoe ain't nothing, man. That slut ain't worth nothing. Leave her. Right? That's like, that's the remedy, right, for infidelity for black males. And then, you know, you look at this situation and you're like, yo, she got three kids. They got three kids together. She got a four-year-old, six-year-old, and a 10-year-old. What's the solution, bro? Leave her. She got three kids. Leave her. She got two kids. Leave her. She got six kids. Like, <laughs> hey, yo, when you get around the brothers, man, it really don't matter how many kids that they have with this woman. The instant remedy is to leave. And when I hear that so often, I just be, you know, I think to myself, like, yo, is there anything else the woman could do? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, can she cook? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> can she clean? Like, uh, because, you know, when we're talking about relationships, in my estimate, women have multiple values to a man. Right. You got that value between that man and that woman. And then you have the value of a woman into a household. And then you have the value of a woman into the entire family. So in infidelity, it kind of amazes me a little bit how black men go right to just get rid of the woman as if she can't do anything else right. Because, say, you know, looking at this post, it didn't say that when he came back home for a year, the house was towed up. The house was a mess. Uh, the kids was they was failing out in school. Right. They're small children. They couldn't keep up with their studies. They was missing so many days. They looked like they was underfed. All their clothes was dirty. They wasn't taking care. Like, that's not in the letter. We're talking about infidelity. But sometimes when you get around in the neighborhood, it's like that's the, um, what's that word that they use when they say it's going to be it? That's the, not breaking point. It's another term that we use when they say, oh, that's, I can't go no further than that. That's it. So, here on Real Black Consciousness Forum Podcast, when we talk about infidelity, we never talk about divorce. We never talk about divorce. To, to, you know, to some extent, we feel as though that the black man in America, he have not earned the right to even ask for a divorce. I mean, our communities is filled with 70% single-parent households. It, it just not, it doesn't make any sense. He, Our people, our males in our group, we haven't even earned the right to talk about divorce. So once the family is together, you got to do what you got to do as a man to keep that unit together. When we talk about divorce, we put that on the woman. When a woman no longer wants to be with the man, no longer wants to serve a man, then she should be able to get out of that union. But as long as she want to be on that team, right, because he caught her up, but you can catch a lot of women up, you know, like the old folks say. Sure, they can step out, but she can step back in. So if she want to be there, you let the woman be there. You can fix that with counseling. Because at the end of the day, here's the thing about that. If this woman or this man wife got a skill set, but she's a 
for the most part, she's a great person if she has a skill set. If you throw a woman away for infidelity, and this is what I always think to myself when I read the comments, there is no guarantee that the next woman that you get involved with is not going to be involved in infidelity too. See, nobody can promise you that they'll never cheat on you. See, this is a grown folks conversation. Nobody can promise you that. And then black folks think they can fix themselves. So when you have infidelity, nobody goes to counseling. Black people is the only people that think they can fix themselves. You see so many marriages, you know, with a sister, she break up with Jamal because she caught him with this woman. And then Jamal ran with that woman and that woman. He's a serial cheater or vice versa. Jamal is catching with Shamika up all the time. Shamika is a serial cheater. And he'd be like, yeah, man, I got rid of her after I caught her the third or fourth time. Or it's the sister saying, yeah, I got rid of Jamal after I caught him up the third or fourth time. And I'm thinking, yo, after the first time, who went to counseling? Nobody. They're just thinking they're going to fix themselves. Like, it's nuts. But, you know, that go back to what we say on this podcast, right? Marriage is a battle. Marriage is a battle. When you are married to somebody, you're on a battlefield. I don't know if y'all know that, beloved, you're on the battlefield. And when you're on that battlefield to keep your marriage together, the number one enemy that you're going to have is somebody that looks just like you. It's going to be a black man and a black woman that's going to be the biggest stumbling block in your marriage. Because you know why? They're going to hit on your husband. They're going to hit on your wife. Because there's nothing sacred to black Americans because the way black culture is set up. We don't have anything that was sacred to us in our culture. There's nothing off limits to us. Anything can happen in the black community. Nothing is sacred. And we got to get to a level. We have to rise to a level that when it comes to relationships, married people is off limits. I don't care how flirtatious that woman is. I don't care how much she's throwing it from the free throw line. She's off limits. I don't care how good and well that man speaking he talking how flirtatious he is sisters that man that's he married he got to be off limits he got to be off limits because what we do is this right some of us have relationship problems but they are not really relationship problems because nothing is sacred in the black community you have this you have single men running around with married women and then you got single women running around with married men or you can have a married woman or a married man running around with a married man and a married woman right it's just all mixed up nothing is sacred what tends to happen is that these behavior patterns that we display is sowing seeds it's sowing the seed man big mama knew what she was talking about when she said you're gonna reap what you sow and what generally happens is that we put those seeds in the universe of infidelity and they're constantly growing and what happened is that your spouse will eventually if you stepping out it's just a matter of time before that seed of infidelity that you sown is going to come back and reap in your own household so now you are living a life of infidelity and now you got a spouse living a life of infidelity and now you got chaos in the home but that's a that's a seed that you planted see you ain't gonna get by with nothing in this world Okay, even if we're looking at this post, we're looking at this post right now. The wife, right? If we just sitting down, we talking to Bobo, very disrespectful. You let a man come in your 
home that your husband bought for you and knocked you down. So much so that it was so many condoms in that line. It's, it just stopped up this. I mean, it stopped up the tank. The whole line was backed up. Okay. So what does that say? That says this, you know, the old folks in the South used to say this, right? If you're going to cheat, cheat up. If you're going to cheat, cheat up. That means that she wasn't even cheating up. She's sleeping with somebody that's not on her level. You got three kids in a home that your husband built for you, probably with some new cars outside that your husband bought for you, and you you running around with a dude that he got to come to your house and lay up because he probably don't have no house. He probably living with his moms. He probably got an apartment somewhere. That's what sisters do. A sister will step out. You can put a woman in a three-bedroom, four-bedroom, five-bedroom house, and she will step out on you with a guy that lives in an apartment. This is reality. Brothers do the same thing. Look at the wives that these brothers have sometimes. Man, these wives be nurses. They be teachers. Real professional women. They work for somebody in government, city, local, federal. They work at the post office somewhere. But Jamal ain't going to do right. He going to step out with Shorty from the bodega. He going to step out with Shorty from the chicken shack. Or better yet, because Jamal, he like to hang out and go to the clubs. He going to hang out with the chick that works down at the local bar. She's the bartender. Or she's the barmaid. He's going to hit on her and he's going to step out with her. But he got a nurse at the house. This is what we do in our neighborhoods. But before I get too ahead of myself, see, the point I was trying to make with this when I was talking about sowing seeds with the universe is this. See, that that brother, right, that gentleman that was involved with that married woman, he's going to see that again. See, that's how nobody's going to get by with anything. And oftentimes... We are creating energies that are repeat cycles of things that we planted. So like this, if you're running around with a married man and you know you ain't got no business with that man, okay, you're sowing the seed. You can't trip, sis, when you get a husband and you into your marriage five years, 10 years, 15 years, and then somebody running around with your husband now. See, because you put that hurt and that pain on somebody else. Same thing go for the men. If you running around with a married woman, you know this woman do not belong to you. She got a whole nother man name. She lived with a whole nother man. They got their own house. They got their own kids together. But you running up with it. You doing what you doing. Okay. You can't trip, beloved, because that's going to come back to you. Nobody gets by in this world. The universe don't let nobody get nobody get away clean. What you're doing, you're going to see that again. And this is a repeated cycle. But see, we can't pick that up. We don't see that that's going on in our neighborhoods. We don't see that it's going on in our communities. We don't see this is what's going on in our lives. We're reaping what we're sowing in our relationships. Sis, you send that man back home to his wife at two, three in the morning. You didn't laid up with him. You didn't did everything with him. Now, you can't trip when you get you a man. And you get you a husband and somebody send that man back to you two, three in the morning because that's what you put out in the universe. Bruh, same thing go for you. You got that married man's woman. You freaking her out. You doing everything you do. You sending her back home in the middle of the night. 
Okay, you think you're going to be a player forever. All right, all right, okay, okay. What's going to happen is somebody going to snatch your heart. It's going to be a good woman. She's going to get you right where she wants you. And when she got you where she wants you, the first thing that's going to happen, somebody going to send it back home to your house. 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night or whatever. Now you want to shoot and kill everybody that's messed with. See, you went out in the street, you messed with everybody, your old lady, you messed with everybody, wife. But when somebody do it to you, you're ready to shoot and kill. See, this is what this is our behavior patterns. Right. But that go back to the foundation that I always say there is nothing sacred to us. We do. We just use our bodies like we use our bodies. Right. But when it comes to infidelity. There's something mental going on there. That's why I always say counseling is needed. When you start seeing that physical body do things. Their body is just a shell. It's not making no decisions. It's something on the inside of this woman that caused her to think that it was okay to bring a man in that home around her babies. Lay up with him. Throw the rubbers in the toilet. So much so that it clogged the toilet that it exposed what she was doing. So now we got to have some counseling. We got to see what's going on with her mentally. What's going on with her spiritually? We got to have counseling. Same thing for brothers. Brothers got to have counseling. Man, there's some brothers, man. They could be married 25 years, 20 years, 15 years, 10 years. Doesn't matter. They have entertained another woman the entire time they was married. And brothers think that that's okay. Because the culture taught you. That it's okay for a man to step out and do this and do that. And then this very same culture taught you that it's not okay for the woman to do it. But she's flesh like you. She's going to operate the same way you operate. She's going to operate that same way in that spirit of lust. Just like you. Just like you. And we're taught as men, which makes it a little worse, that women should be able to take this. As if they got something in their DNA that we are birthing daughters and we're birthing nieces and future mothers and future aunties and future grandmoms. And they got something. Their blood is a little different in their veins where they should be able to take infidelity better than us as men. That's how sick the black men in America have gotten. That's how sick we got it. And on this podcast, we have a conversation called the bully spirit. Because that's what the bully spirit is. A bully can dish it out, but a bully cannot take it. So what do we say on this podcast? We say this, you know, um, you know, we witnessed a very, very brave act in the last three years, right? Three, three and a half years where we seen a world class actor, Will Smith, right? Him and his wife, millionaires, entertainers. His wife got caught up in an entanglement, right? She, like so many other black women, cheated down. She got a man, which is Will Smith. He put her in a home. It's like 20,000 square feet. Just think about that. 20,000 square foot home. A 20,000 square foot home. And she cheated with a man from Louisiana that lived in a condo. She cheating down. Okay. Will catches her up. What does he do? He gave an example to the neighborhood of how to handle infidelity as a man because he got enough money 
and he could pay publicists enough. He could have put everything underneath the rug. They could have just let everything blow over. They didn't have to say nothing about nothing. The man is so brave, he came out and put his personal business out there, right? Dig this. He took his wife to counseling. And there was some inside things that she was dealing with and which helped her make that decision of stepping out with a man that wasn't her husband. And once she got the therapy that she needed, she's a stronger person now. They can move forward. But Will was smart enough to go with the therapy. He going to keep his wife. Because some women is bigger than their mistake that they made. And most men are bigger than the mistake that they made. But we got to have a second chance. We got to have a second chance. But it doesn't make sense to get a second chance without any therapy. Nothing fixes itself. If that car outside is having transmission problems, it ain't just going to come up and fix itself. A professional got to work on it. This situation that we're talking about now, they could have kept fleshing that toilet and fleshing that toilet. It's not going to work. A professional had to come out and work on it. Now we got infidelity in a relationship. A professional has to come out and work on that situation. That's it. That's it. And it goes back to this. If you leave your husband, ladies, because he is cheating, he got a lot of great qualities and skill sets. But if you leave your husband because he's a cheater, or brother, if you leave that wife of yours for cheating, and she got a lot of other great qualities and skill sets, you cannot guarantee yourself that the next man or woman that you get involved with won't be a cheater. There's no guarantees in this world. There's only love, patience, forgiveness, repentance, and the act to learn and move better. That's the only thing we can look forward to in this world with a partner that love us. So, brother, if you're listening and you went out for a year to make that bag and your wife stepped out, go get you some therapy, man. Keep your wife together. It's a battle. It's a battle. We talk about this on this podcast. It is a battle to keep your marriage together. And the more, and I say it all the time, and the number one enemy that you're going to have in your battle to keep your marriage together is another black man and another black woman because they don't care that she's married. They're going to hit on her. They don't care that he's married, sis. They're going to hit on him anyway. Your number one enemy is going to be people that look like you. And if they fall victim to lust, we can't do nothing but get some counseling, get some help, some self-help studies to make them stronger mentally so we can go forward to keep the black marriage together by any means necessary peace and black power to your family thank you guys so much for listening thank you guys for hanging out man this real black content is for podcast man big bj man i get it with you guys later peace